Welcome to the Auburn City Council podcast. This is a recording of a regular Auburn City Council meeting. The council meets on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Meetings begin at 7 p.m. in council chambers at 141 North Ross Street, and they are live-streamed on YouTube and Facebook. We'll call to order tonight's Committee of the Whole for the Auburn City Council meeting for November the 1st, 2022. The council should have the minutes from the October 8th Committee of the Whole. Are there any additions or corrections to those minutes? If not, is there a move to approve? Move for approval. Second. We have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? And the motion carries. Building Board of Adjustments and Appeals. Mayor Pro Tem Witten. Yes, sir. We have two vacancies. Term begins November 3rd, 2022 and end November 2nd, 2026. We have two incumbents. Brad Harrison has served one full term and Michael Schumacher has served one full term. I would like to nominate Brad Harrison for a second term. Second. I right, have a motion and a second to nominate Brad Harrison for his second term. Any comments or questions from the council? All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? And we will appoint Brad Harrison later on in the agenda. And for the second vacancy, I would like to nominate Michael Schumacher for a second full term. Second. I have a motion and a second for Michael Schumacher. Any comments or questions? Hearing none, all in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? And that motion carries, and we'll confirm that later on in the agenda. Questions on the agenda for tonight for the city manager? Any questions from the council? Yes, yes sir. Mayor, thank yep. you. Um, we have numerous items on the agenda tonight for, for equipment purchases, vehicle purchases, and whatnot, which is relatively routine for us. Uh, but I've been asked, you know, why is it that we, what's our criteria for replacing vehicles, and what happens with the, uh, the vehicles that become surplus? So instead of me pulling each of those off the consent agenda, I'd appreciate if the city manager would give us an explanation of that either now or prior to uh, the consent agenda commencing. Okay. Be happy to explain now. Sure, go ahead. Uh, first, uh, to surplusing in general, uh, we use equipment as best as we can. That's vehicles, tractors, weed eaters, what, what have you. As long as we can, um, where we can keep the equipment in service, because if a piece of equipment goes down, sometimes we do not have backups and we cannot perform certain services. Um, we keep them as long as we can, as repair costs are reasonable, and we're able to keep them in service. And we rely heavily on a very talented fleet maintenance division and our environmental services department to help make those recommendations, particularly when it comes to repairs. I've even had a question who does all of our repairs the our city team does the vast majority of repairs on our equipment there is some equipment that is um, either so specialized it is beyond their expertise although they have expertise in many areas um, but we don't take it lightly in terms of replacing something you'll see a vehicle tonight or different vehicles um, our now public works director was driving a nice pickup truck that caught fire at Donahue and Glen Avenue, and we lost a pickup truck, and you'll see the burned out pictures in your packet there at times. That's blatantly obvious, but you'll see a Chevy Colorado pickup truck that was purchased in 2010 that only has 46,000 miles on it, but if you notice the repair costs on it, they're astronomical, and that thing was supposed to be surplused out more than four years ago, but due to COVID and us holding the line on budget, we did not surplus it out. So what do we do with vehicles uh, when we do surplus and or tractors and other things? Uh, there's a great uh, partner that we have called GovDeals, govdeals.com. You can look it up on the internet and it's kind of like the eBay for governmental 
sales and there's plenty of you know fantastic equipment that is heavily used from cities all over the nation on there and and you post very similar to eBay they get a percentage cut of seven and a half percent is our latest contract amount and we have found over the years and I don't know how many years Allison we've been using Gov deals since 2005 we have found that we have gotten a lot more money for our vehicles on there we can set you know, we can set no starting bid amount. We can do many things, but um, we do sell everything that we can surplus out. Now, there are rare circumstances to adjacent jurisdictions, such as last year you approved some sale of some of our Ford Explorers to Tuskegee, uh, the city of Tuskegee, and sometimes we deal in fire trucks to volunteer fire departments. Sometimes we do some direct sales, especially in the region, um, to help neighboring areas and try to. We still still they often pay for those things but we work out a, a fair price and that always comes to you when we do those things okay. and megan all these purchases are items that we have passed in the budget that have been discussed and vetted with the departments and the department heads and your staff and absolutely and you know as a matter of fact um you know, they not only do they go through that they probably just because it's in the budget there are times that we won't proceed if something comes up we don't like pricing we change our minds so even if it's in the budget and it's been heavily vetted it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to propose to you to purchase it so um, that's how careful we are and we want to be good stewards of the taxpayer dollars so we're very very careful and I'm not letting it pass my desk if I'm not willing to recommend to you 100% that we should buy something okay. right. any other questions for the city manager Mayor, I have a few housekeeping things if Please. nobody has any questions. On the agendas in front of you, not what's in front of people sitting in the room or what's posted on the web website, item 8B1 uh, reflects a, a purchase price of $39,800, and it should be $36,695.07. And we reposted that. And then item 8B7, uh, we've changed out the resolution for you for two reasons. One, the state contract number where we're able to buy things without bidding through state contract was left out of the resolution. And, and lo and behold, we have found out today we got a price increase, not because we wanted one. Um, and Dan, remind me, it is a steel price increase surcharge. And so it is on um, our crack stealing machine, which I know is a funny name, but um, it's a very necessary thing to maintain our roads, but I'm not happy about this price increase, but right now equipment's hard to come by, so I'm asking for your approval. Um, the actual increase is a little over $3,600 due to steel, but we're gonna be running that down through our procurement person to make sure it's still meeting all contractual items, but I'm asking for your approval tonight with the price increase. So that's why you have a new resolution in front of you. And then last, the tree commission, I sent you an email where we have twice now posted it and not had any applicants. And now we've had a fourth person resign. Three were up for some sort of change in term, and a fourth person has resigned. I've gotten with Becky Richardson and other staff members. We At least three people have shown interest in applying. We need more than three people to apply. We have four positions. So um, we're going to be pushing out some more PR, and I'm very hopeful that at the next city council meeting we can appoint some people to the tree commission. Can we run down real fast what the tree commission does so that those who may be listening might might pique their interest. Becky, they make, microphone, uh, please. Oh, sorry. They make recommendations uh, to Parks and Recreation and Public Works as far as tree planting, uh, also special projects that may involve uh, tree removals and such. Uh, an example is the um, invasive 
materials removal that they've been doing on shell tumor along the uh, trail there. And they also work with the city when the city establishes tree planting plans in various areas. And how often do they meet? They meet once a month uh, on the first Friday of the month. Okay. Thank you. Any other questions from the council on the additional items that the city manager brought forward? Okay. They're moved to close the, uh, adjourn the committee of the whole. So moved. All right. We are adjourned. Committee of the whole. It is 6.03, so I'll go ahead and open up the general meeting of the Auburn City Council for November the 1st, 2022. Roll call, Lindsay. Dawson. Here. Dixon. Here. Griswold. Here. Hovey. Here. Parsons, Stevens, here, Taylor, here, Bitten, here, Anders, here. Would you please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance and then remain standing for a moment of silence. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Please be seated. Under Mayor's announcements tonight, I want to thank all of our departments for a great downtown trick-or-treat. Um, since I've been the mayor, I think that was the biggest crowd I have seen downtown and a lot of enthusiasm. There were a number of city departments <coughs> made this happening, the downtown merchants. Uh, many of those stayed open late to participate and have fun. They were dressed up and having a good time with the, with the children, and I'm grateful for everybody. I, I hope everything went well in our neighborhoods last night and everything was safely uh, gone about with trick-or-treat and uh, appreciate um, everybody participating, uh, particularly downtown. Um, Veterans Day is a week from Friday and we'll have the Veterans Day ceremony across the street at the Veterans Memorial at 10 o'clock on Friday the 11th. And certainly we encourage our community to uh, join us as we stop and say thank you to our veterans uh, who have served our served our country and allow us the freedom to uh, do things like we're doing tonight having democratic uh, municipal government um, interestingly enough uh, once we're all sworn in next week and by the time we go to the veterans day we'll have two veterans that'll be serving us here on the city council and uh, we certainly appreciate their efforts as well but anyway please be with us uh, the ceremony usually takes around 30 minutes and uh, weather permitting if the weather's a little dicey we'll come in here and have our Veterans Day ceremony inside here. Uh, the State of the City has been rescheduled. We want to remind our community it's on November the 16th at the Gooch Performing Arts Center at 530. Um, please come by and, and, and hear about what's going on in your community and what will be going on potentially in the future in your community. And I'll be proud to recognize six members of our uh, city with the Mayor's Lamplighter Awards. That's at 530 and that will last about an hour. Uh, the new city council will be sworn in next Monday. Uh, there'll be a ceremony here at noon um, for all of us to be sworn in and uh, including our three new members. And this is open to the public and uh, we're very excited about the new council and, and their efforts. This morning I was invited and uh, was fortunate to be a part of the Farm City Breakfast. It's a great group of people who are um, who support and promote farming in Lee County. They serve a wonderful breakfast and um, I appreciate their invitation to be over there. Also recently, I was uh, able to deliver a proclamation for Head Start Awareness Month and went and visited the A to Z daycare in the south part of Auburn and uh, what a special and unique service that, that our Head Starts provide many of our 
um, citizens here in Auburn, and we appreciate their work. And I was also had an opportunity to speak to the Christian Women's Job Corps uh, just last week, and that's a, another special service, special ministry uh, that is assisting uh, women with their opportunities to find their way in the workplace. Certainly want to thank Auburn University and President Roberts and Mrs. Roberts for the two uh, dinners they recently held, recognizing and thanking our public safety officials and professionals uh, in our community. Those were very nice dinners, and uh, um, I'm just grateful that they see the importance in recognizing and thanking those people who protect us uh, each and every day. The Alzheimer's walk happened a couple of weeks ago, and um, great turnout from our community, and the Down syndrome walk, these happened on the same day, almost at the same time, and uh, Mayor Pro Tem Witten, thank you for attending the Down syndrome walk uh, in my absence, but uh, two, once again, two great nonprofits that are trying to do great things for our community. Chief Dawson, I want to say congratulations to you. You're a new granddaddy for the second time this morning and uh, had, a, had a little girl named Addie and we look forward to getting to know her and congratulations to you. God is good. Yep, congratulations. Um, this Thursday will be a special event at the Good Performing Arts Center as the Auburn University has decided to rename the amphitheater for Bill and Carol Hamm. Uh, Bill, as many of you know, was a longtime mayor, five-term mayor here, served on the city council for three terms, and uh, the Auburn University has made the determination to rename the amphitheater for Bill and Carol Hamm. Um, we are certainly excited about the ceremony that will be at 4 o'clock uh, at the Gooch Performing Arts Center this week and look forward to recognizing Bill and Carol for all their great work. Um, a couple of weekends ago, the Big Ten mayors came to Auburn. Uh, they were here from Sunday through Monday at lunch. I just am grateful for our staff here who did a lot of organizing and preparation for those mayors to come to our community. The meeting really went off very well. Um, we were very blessed to have such a fine hotel in the Auburn University Hotel and Conference Center and, and the Laurel. They were able to go to the rooftop of the Laurel, and Dr. Roberts fed the mayors at his house that night. And then we had a very powerful press conference on Monday with Anaya Blanchard's family. Um, as we spoke to Nye's Law. Um, but I want to thank our staff and thank all the people that helped make that Big Ten Mayor's uh, meeting excellent, and it was excellent. Um, next Tuesday is a statewide election. There are a number of things on the ballot um, that are of interest in people that are running for office here locally and statewide. But Amendment 1 is a Nye's Law, and y'all have heard me say this before, but um, this was a young lady who came to Auburn, and she was at Southern Union, and her dream was to come to Auburn University, and that was taken away from her by somebody who should not have been out of jail. And by passing a Nye's Law, we'll give judges in our state the ability to keep those violent offenders behind uh, locked up and, and behind bars and not on the streets if they were able to bail out. And so I encourage everyone to think seriously about this, do your own research, and but please vote uh, for Nye's Law next Tuesday as you go cast your votes uh, for the other races that you are interested in. That's all I have on my list tonight. Any other council members that have anything they'd like to mention? I do, Mayor, if I may. Please. Um, I have several, so bear with me. I feel like i am um, got Ron's list in front of me. <laughs> um, this past week, um, I had the honor to take nine young leaders from Future Farmers of America, um, their team from the Auburn High School to the Indianapolis, um, Indiana Convention, the 95th National Convention. It was... Um, pretty amazing and the veterinary science team took home bronze and silver um, recognition and we had one young lady who took home 10th place in another field so um, pretty proud of our um, future farmers of America members 
Um, we often give accolades to our athletes, so I think sometimes it's nice to give to those who um, do other things. Um, then on, let's see, on Saturday, the Day of Remembrance Ceremony will be held at the Lee County Courthouse Square um, at 10 a.m., and I will be standing in for the mayor there for that event. And then on Sunday, St. Luke's Christian Methodist Episcopal Church will be hosting their 150th anniversary celebration. And again, I'll be um, uh, representing the mayor at that celebration as well. And then finally, I'll be hosting a Ward 3 stakeholder meeting on Monday the 7th at the Cary Creek Courthouse at 5.30 p.m. And my guest will be Dr. Kristen Herring, superintendent of um, Auburn City Schools and we will be discussing the second high school that is slated for 2027. Thank you, Ms. Witten. Thank you for taking my place this weekend. I appreciate that. Any other comments or announcements from the council? Okay, at this time, I, if I could have uh, Ms. Stevens and Mr. Dixon and Mr. Hovey join me down front, Mayor, please. real quick, it's employee recognitions. Oh. <laughs> Let's stop and do that then. Mayor Ron Anders, and I'm proud to introduce you to the City of Auburn Employee of the Month for the month of November. I have a memorandum here from Dan Ballard, the Director of Public Works. I would like to nominate Kevin Helms as the City of Auburn's November 2022 Employee of the Month. Kevin began his career as a maintenance worker with the City of Auburn's Maintenance Division in November of 2017. Within two years, Kevin was promoted to crew leader within the Maintenance Division. Kevin exhibits an admirable and steadfast work ethic and attitude on a daily basis and an impeccable record of attendance and punctuality. Kevin consistently and reliably takes the personal initiative to resolve issues as they arise and rarely requires the assistance of his manager. Kevin performs his daily duties while modeling the city's core values, showing respect, upholding the integrity of our organization through his honesty and professionalism and through his commitment to serving our community to the best of his abilities. Kevin has demonstrated these qualities in times of crisis as well, whether performing asphalt patches, removing obstructions from drainage ways, or clearing debris, Kevin does so as a model of commitment to quality public service. Kevin exemplifies the qualities that our citizens need and deserve of their public servants, and he has earned the respect and admiration of his co-workers while providing a positive example for others to aspire to. For these reasons, I nominate Kevin Helms for the City's Employee of the Month for November 2022. Congratulations. Thank you, sir.
again, thank you to all of our employees. We're proud to recognize Kevin as our employee of the month. Congratulations to Deborah and Randy on their retirement, but thank all of our employees for what they do. Okay, let's go down front. Jennifer, Stephen, and Jake, you would. So tonight is the final meeting for this current council that was sworn in in November of 2018. What an unusual four years it has been. Um, certainly when we were all sworn in in November of 18, we didn't expect to have a pandemic among other things to force us inside and force us to meet virtually. Among the other challenges uh, that we have met as a city as we face the loss of a police officer for the first time. Um, but we've gotten through it, and uh, the reason we got through it is because we have outstanding leadership and outstanding service. And so uh, tonight we want to recognize these three who will be uh, are conducting their final <coughs> here with the City Council as we get ready to, uh, to bring in the, uh, the new council members next week. So to Jay, Stephen, and Jennifer, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for the way you've served your community. Um, we appreciate everything, and we look forward to working with you in the future. And we have some very, very nice plaques present to you and as I told you earlier there's a nice box that you need to uh, make sure you put this in so it doesn't break <laughs> apologize for getting a little bit out of order during our committee of the whole tonight uh, we made two appointments to the building board of adjustments and appeals that we'll confirm later on in the agenda brad harrison and michael schumacher who had served one full term were reappointed for a second full term okay this time we'll move forward with all university communications everyone happy november um pretty short report again from me today um to start us off we would like to thank the mayor and the city manager and other city staff for another very successful city breakfast as always we're very thankful for um the listening ear that they provide for student voices um and one of the things that we talked about was uh promoting the new what's happening in the city initiative on the sga instagram so that students can be more informed about things that happen at these council meetings um, with the downtown merchants association and other just events going on around campus so as always if any of you have anything that's going on that you would like more student representation at more student voice in please reach out to me and let me know so that i can help or so that i can put you in contact with someone else that can help um, but we're really hoping that that initiative is going to help get students um, out into the community more um, next, our big news this week, Auburn has a new athletic director. 
Um, John Cohen, coming in from Mississippi State, has years and years of experience as an SEC athletic director, and we're very excited um, for everything that he brings to the table and thankful for the diligence of President Roberts in making that hiring decision. If you or anyone that you know um, is especially qualified as a head football coach, now would be a good time to send your <laughs> resume in. Um, but also with athletics, uh, men's basketball has an exhibition game against UAH tomorrow, so we're entering into what I think is the best time of year. We're very excited um, and really hoping for the same level of support that we've experienced in previous years. So please, I know the tickets are kind of insane right now, but if you're able to make it to a game, please do, because that is a hot ticket and that is so much fun. Um, but that is all from me this week. If you have any questions or anything, please reach out to me as usual. War Eagle. Thank you, Olivia. War Eagle. Okay. We'll move forward now with citizens' communications on items on tonight's agenda. Remember, this is just items that are on tonight's agenda. If you'd like to speak to the City Council, please come forward and give your name and address for the record, and you'll have five minutes to speak. Okay, not seeing anyone. We'll move forward with City Manager's communications. And Mayor, good evening. Under City Manager's communications, we have the announcement of one vacancy to the Public Park and Recreation Board. And again, that's the Public Park and Recreation Board, not the P Parks and Recreation Advisory Board, two very different boards. Uh, the six-year term begins December 19th, 2022, and ends December 18th, 2028. Uh, your packets actually showed this as a four-year appointment, but it's actually a six-year appointment. So I have no other announcements if you're ready for the consent agenda. Please. Does any council member wish to remove an item from the consent agenda and deal with that item individually? Anyone? Okay, if not, is there a move to approve the consent agenda? So moved. Second. second. I have a motion to second. Any comments or questions? All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? The consent agenda passes. Under ordinances this evening, item 9A amends Chapter 12 of City Code to add a provision that establishes a process for revocation of a business license and sets forth circumstances under which a business license may be revoked. This is the second reading of this item. Um, certainly, I mentioned this um, at our work session on Thursday. Ms. Crouch, I want to make sure I follow the right protocol. Do we still need to have, um, have a motion? You could, if you're wanting to postpone. Yes, I am wanting to postpone. to postpone. Okay, so we do need a motion and a second. Yes. Okay. Do I have a motion? Remember, a motion is only a motion to put the business on the table. does yeah. not mean that you're voting for anything other than to put the business on the table. Move for approval. Second. Okay. I have a motion and a second. Um, at this time, I'd like to ask the City Council to consider. I'd like to make a motion to postpone until the first meeting in December, which is December the 6th. Correct. Um, I'd like to so second. second that. All right. So I have a motion and a second. Um, I know there might be some other discussion. My point is this. This is, uh, um, I, I just believe there's more conversation that needs to be held in our community, that there are more questions to be asked. Uh, there's more meetings to be had. I believe in the next month we can square all that up and we can discuss the things that we understand and talk about the things we don't understand and uh, and come together in, in a month and, and discuss this again. I, I do believe fundamentally that this is a tool that the city um, needs to help it uh, help create a level playing field with our businesses and our community. Um, that's a philosophical statement. Obviously details are important and mechanisms are important and uh, and this gives us a chance to discuss that or, and discuss all things but that's certainly my intent with asking us to postpone. Any other comments or questions from anyone? I appreciate that Ron. I, I do philosophically agree that a, a an issuing body uh, deserves the right for revocation, 
but I think that um, you know something as as um, something as as important as the revocation of a business license uh, deserves some some specificity and and fine tuning. And I appreciate the notion that we might be able to kind of really define what what parameters uh, would would uh, dictate such a move. So I appreciate the the uh, the willingness to do so. Good, good word. Any other comments? All right, so we have a motion and a second to postpone to December 6th. Do I need to take a roll call or is that a voice no, vote? No, just a voice vote. Okay, all in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Okay, we'll carry that forth to December. Under resolutions, item 10A1 is a request from Mobe Beignet Company, LLC, for a transfer of an outdoor cafe permit for property located at 155 North College Street in the Urban Core and College Edge Overlay District. A public hearing is required. Need for approval. Second. Right. Have a motion and a second. This time I'll open the public here. If you'd like to address the City Council, please come forward and give us your name and address for the record. See no one. We'll close the public hearing. Um, Ms. Crouch, you, you explained to us on Thursday the purpose of this is, and I'll let you repeat that, please, for our audience tonight. So a outdoor cafe permit is required in city code. That's the use of the city sidewalk for purposes of a business, and we moved to allow this some time ago. And Mobay Beignet Company just had this approved in February, but it's had a change of ownership, and city code says when there's a change of ownership, we have to go back through the process. It's important. Um, company, folks that do this were very amenable to it at the staff level, but they also indemnify the city and they pay a dollar a square foot a year because state law says we have to charge something. Okay. Big bucks. Not really. Okay. All right. Any comments or questions for the city manager? Okay. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And that motion carries. Mayor, those are all the items of business we have for you this evening. Okay. This time we'll open the Citizens Open Forum. If you'd like to address City Council, we ask that you please come forward and give us your name and address for the record. You have three minutes to speak, and please address all your comments to the City Council. Yes, sir. Steve Cosgrove, 1927 Watercrest Drive. And I wanted to personally attest that uh, the trick-or-treaters were out last night at, at the, in the Ashton Park area. I handed out in my 17th year of uh, 1800 or excuse me, 800 pieces of uh, Tootsie Roll Pops and candy and so forth. You live on a corner right there. So there's a lot, of, a lot of action, but it was a lot of fun out there too. I wanted to really express appreciation to Jay, Stephen, Jennifer for your time here. I won't be able to see you up here. And, and, but whatever your, your, your path leads to you in life, we really wish you well and, 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 and good luck with everything. I do have a, uh, I've shared with Beth a couple of times the, the traffic in and around Nashton Park and so forth. If and when there's ever the opening of Watercrest, the, the south end of Watercrest Drive, which is on the hill coming down, I really implore you to strongly consider a traffic circle there. The vehicles travel way too fast. There's too many kids there. I get up every morning at 5.15 during the school day. I did this last year, did it this year, and I put out three orange cones there to slow the traffic down because the school buses stop right there at our corner, and there's about 16 or 18 kids and their moms and dads and so forth. They, by the way, they take the initiative to put the cones back. But uh, it, it gets the attention, particularly for the cut-through type traffic from 280, coming down, uh, flying right down uh, Watercrest and, and turning on Ashton Lane into uh, 
you know, to College Street and, and South. So if there, uh, I, would, I would strongly welcome another uh, speed hump or bump, whatever it's called, right there by our, our driveway. I would, I would welcome that too. Um, the the uh, ingress traffic off of uh, uh, North College Street coming into Ashton Park, it's been, it's been vastly improved. We've been, like I said, we're in our 17th year there. Having that, that turn lane coming in there has been vastly improved. However, there's still the hashed yellow mark that gives the, gives the illusion. It's one-tenth of a mile up from that, from that uh, ingress-egress. It gives the illusion that you can, you can just highball. And if there's, a, if there's a large vehicle there, a, a bus, a school bus or anything, the vehicles cannot, cannot see who's coming out and, and, and so forth. So there's some obfuscation there. Also, any traffic um, on South College going down to East University Drive, if you're in the left-hand lane, you're almost out. It's almost impossible for a, an 18-wheeler to turn there. I've seen five or six vehicles stacked up there and it becomes almost impossible if that if that stop line could be moved back about 15 or about 12 to 15 feet that would really make a difference thank you so very much thank you good luck to you thank you miss crouch um what steps would we need to take to um figure out if a traffic circle which i personally think we do need something at that intersection years ago i asked for a three-way stop um, because I do know that the south end of Watercrest will eventually open, um, and that will turn into a blind hill. So what would, what would we need to do from the city's perspective to figure out if a traffic circle or some other calming device could go there? Well, those are two different things. So a traffic circle is, is meant to facilitate the movement through an intersection, and the volumes would have to justify the construction of such. Um, one of the challenges with this intersection is a traffic circle would likely require acquiring property from everybody around that vicinity um, and is highly unusual, a, a larger one that would circulate an intersection like that in the middle of a neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that can certainly, yes, there's traffic calming on one way, that's a, di that's a different style of one. That's just a, it's four ways, but your volumes are slightly different, and it's not a T intersection. This is something as Watercrest, if and when it opens, um, which is, Mr. Pick, we have no plans before us, city engineer, right, um, showing it opening anytime soon. It's something that will be evaluated at that time. In terms of additional traffic calming, I've received not only from from Mayor Pro Tem Witten, but other complaints of people in Ashton Lakes and Park that our speed humps are very, very hard to see and also very challenging to get their cars over. And so we have some more work to do on the reflectivity of them, but that to install additional devices would be at the will of the neighborhood. Also, if they are interested in it, then it certainly can be studied. Um, I don't know why at the time, and City Engineer Frazier may recall why one wasn't installed there or if, is it in the in the vicinity of, of Watercrest and Ashton Lane. You don't recall? Okay. We're happy to look into it if people want to submit a petition and ask us to study it. Um, but I wouldn't say a, a, a teed intersection like that one isn't, un, isn't unusual. Um, we can also study, I don't know what kind of volume's cutting through from 280 because it's certainly not faster to cut through. Right. Um, well, so, okay. So maybe offline we can figure out 
a, sure. another plan of because it does need something. People don't pay attention if they're if someone is turning or going straight, and then someone's make, waiting to make a left hand turn onto Watercrest, and it can be confusing. And there are quite a few um, young people and walkers in that area. Um, additionally, um, isn't it my understanding that um, within the last um, traffic study that we did that we have slated at some point in time in the future a traffic light at the intersection of 147 aka North College and Ashton Lane yes the comprehensive traffic study conducted by Skipper Consulting did warrant a signal um, I don't remember the year but it is definitely something that's in that major transportation plan okay. but it was projecting volumes over time so it just depends on when that warrants and even when it warrants we've got to meet a different warning criteria because ALDOT controls whether or not we can build that okay so, so all that to say uh, mr cosgrove we will um be working in it and it's certainly on my radar and i also want to remind everyone if watercrest does connect that also gives the residents there other options to get out all the way so while you think volumes are coming in volumes will be Probably more people from Ashton Lakes and Park will be going out through the Cary Wood or Cary Creek development. So that's all taken into account, but we'll be happy to look at a signal unwarranted. Thank you. Who'll be next? Uh, I'm Robert Wilkins, uh, 261 uh, Denson Drive, Auburn, Alabama. Um, I wanted to say something to the three that are leaving. Uh, uh, Councilwoman uh, Stevens, uh, you kind of ended up being a pinch hitter for uh, Mr. Smith. He didn't go to Washington. He uh, went to Orlando. So uh, it was great to, to see you for a little while. And uh, also, um, uh, Councilman Nahovi, uh, I assume you'll have a good chance of uh, being our next senator for the area. And if you are, please consider, uh, like they do in the state of uh, Georgia, they have a statewide uh, deal with short-term rentals. <laughs> um, and then Stephen, I, I, I felt like, um, not Stephen, excuse me, Councilman Dixon, Stephen, and a friend. Uh, I appreciate uh, rep you representing our ward, Ward 5. Uh, it has been a, a pleasure. I know it's been difficult for you to have even some of your council uh, uh, people um, not feel as strong about you as it went along because of the uh, lawsuit. And I uh, also know that you had had some really strong supporters when you first ran, and they ended up being against you. And um, that's tough. That's tough. You uh, showed perseverance and you showed strength, and uh, we I appreciate that as um, representing Ward 5. Uh, I look forward to Sonny representing us, and uh, but uh, we won't forget you. And um, uh, I appreciate it a bunch. And uh, I wish all of you, I, of course, I'll see all of you all next week. So uh, y'all take care. Thanks. Thank you. Yes, sir. Anyone else? <clears throat> Mayor Andrews, ladies and gentlemen of the council, Herbert Walter, Denmark Jr., 412 Opelika Road, apartment 111. I would uh, first like to thank all of the council for serving the last four years. I know it's been difficult in a lot of ways, but we appreciate your service and putting yourselves online, even over issues that the citizens don't agree with or even yourselves don't always agree with. But we thank you. 
yet you're willing to serve the city of Auburn and give up your time and your patience and your uh, resources, especially to Ms. Stevens and Mr. Hovey and Mr. Dixon and even Mr. Parsons in his absence. I did have a question about the parking at Felton Little Park, and it's, it, it dawned on me as I was walking home last night from the downtown trick-or-treat. I'm not sure if that parking, not across the street, at the park, I'm not sure if that's public parking or if you park there, say, during game day weekends or anything like that, are you supposed to pay for it? Because I know a lot of people park there for a lot of reasons, and I just, if you uh, could look into that or if you have an answer to that, if you would address us on that, I would appreciate it. Because someone may ask, and I might be around, and I don't want to tell them the wrong information. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. Crouch, Felton Little is open to the public during the week, correct? It's open to the public in general at this time, and I, that needs to be a caveat. We're having a number of issues with parking not being available in this complex and across the street because we have adjacent multifamily residential that is now using it as their full-time parking. And so I imagine the next uh, 22, 20, 26 city council may need to entertain some ideas from staff about how we manage that. Um, we have long encouraged and we have a lot of downtown employees that park this way, but our intent was it for it to be temporary parking, as in daily parking for people, not monthly or yearly parking for people. And I don't mean that cars don't circulate, but a lot of people are using it um, as their parking solution instead of paying some of the adjacent complexes. And we're, we are running out of parking for things that we need around here, including ball games at Felton Little because of it. So we're probably going to have to make a move coming up to address it. I don't know what that is yet, but it's correct that it's public parking 24 seven, 365 right now, unless otherwise posted. Anyone else? <clears throat> Good evening, City Council. Uh, Ty Torbert, 900 West Glen Avenue. Um, on the topic of traffic issues and uh, road problems, uh, I currently moved in. I'm a college student here at Auburn. I'm living at the Union, and the intersection on West Glen Avenue and Hemlock Drive has a little bit of a blind spot as you're leaving the parking deck of the Union on Hemlock. Um, I think it might could be useful to entertain looking at maybe adding a four-way stop there. Um, obviously, decisions up to y'all at the end. I just have been talking to a lot of people that also live at the same complex, and we do feel like it's only a matter of time before a major wreck does happen there. Um, anyways, on that same topic, some cars are already trying to treat it like a four-way stop as it is which uh, really makes me mad because, like, why are you stopping when you have the right-of-way? But um, that's on that topic. And then additionally, on Tumor Street in between 320 West Mag and the Lambda Chi Alpha Fraternity House, the road is pretty bumpy, and I think it might could uh, benefit a little bit of repaval there. And um, one last topic, uh, the light at North Donahue Drive and West Glen Avenue I think the timing of that light might could be readdressed uh, when you're on West Glen. Sometimes your wait can get pretty lengthy there when the traffic is backed up during the rush hour and whatnot. But um, yeah, that's all. Thank y'all. Thank Before you. Eagle. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else? Okay. Is there a move to adjourn?
Emet. All right, we're adjourned.